the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Isaiah 61. Here we believe in the power, the transformative power of the Spirit of God upon our lives that we can be a blessing to our generation. And I'm glad that you are tuning in to us and you're you're supporting us with prayers. You're supporting us with your resources and um, you're allowing us to bless you with the grace and gifts that God has given us. So we don't take it lightly. I I recommend that you share with others who are in need and hungry for the word, hungry to to learn more about God, um, the undiluted truth of the gospel, so that we can all grow together. Uh, God's desire is that we all grow into kingdom maturity, into becoming kingdom adults where we lack nothing. And that's the perfect state of uh, the believer that Jesus talked about. He said, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So I believe that listening to Isaiah 61 and other resources around you, reading books, reading the scriptures, obviously that's our foundation will propel us to greater heights. Amen. Now we've been we've been working on a series uh, on the, the gifts of the Spirit and um, alongside the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit and evidence of the gifts of the Spirit. So, you know, if you have any questions, um, you can certainly email us at spiritofthelord1001 at gmail.com, spiritofthelord1001 at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to, you know, get back with you and make sure that we address any questions, any comments that you have. Uh, you can also connect with us on Facebook. We are Spirit of the Lord Church, S-O-T-L-C. And we will be happy to hear from you. Now, we have our services at Sundays on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. And we're at 1001 Penn Avenue North, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we're glad that God is continuing the amazing work in you and with us. And so today, I want to talk about what I've entitled the expressions and manifestations of Jesus powered by the resurrection expressions and manifestations of Jesus powered by the resurrection. But I, I want to create um, a, a, the context is uh, it, it may seem foreign to some people, but it is the pure word of God. And we'll use the scriptural basis to uh, validate um, the the expressions and manifestations of Jesus after he rose up from the dead. Um, so let us go through um, scriptures. Acts 4, Acts chapter 4, um, verse 10. Acts chapter 4, verse 10. 
And I read from the Amplified Version. It says, Let it be known and understood by all of you and by the whole house of Israel that in the name and through the power and authority of Jesus, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead in him and by means of him, this man is standing here before you well and sound in body. Now, this was Peter speaking. Peter was able to recognize that um, he was standing on the authority of Jesus. Now, Jesus gave them authority um, before he ascended into the heavens, right? He he gave them authority and he breathed on them the, the Holy Spirit, but then they received the the baptism of the Spirit um, in Acts chapter 2, where the the Spirit of God was poured down like fresh fire on them. And Peter, the one who once denied Jesus, became the preacher who saved thousands, whose one sermon uh, brought thousands to Jesus Christ. And really two sermons we record the scriptures record 5,000 people being saved. Now, he is stating here that in no uncertain terms, he's standing on the authority of Jesus who was crucified. But then God raised him from the dead. God raised him from the dead. And that's the reason why he stood before the people to speak. Now, we also have a hope. We have a reason to preach the gospel. We have the the reason to bring good news because Jesus rose from the dead. And that was part of the manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit, quickening the body of Jesus. The mortal body of Jesus had to be quickened, had to be reinvigorated by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that propelled him from the grave. And so uh, we, we go into this message or, or teaching series on the expressions and manifestations of Jesus powered by the resurrection. So without the resurrection, we really wouldn't have had a hope or we wouldn't have had the, the, the ability to stand before you or, you know, hear about all these great things that men and women of God did. But I want to share with you that Acts 1.3 it says that after his suffering, he presented himself, that is Jesus, to them with many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a span of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Now, uh, three weeks ago, we talked about one of the evidence uh, of the spirit of God living in a believer is that you preach the good news. You bring good news. You're a preacher. You are a preacher. And Jesus, even after the resurrection, spoke about the kingdom. He preached about the kingdom. He only had good news from the time he arrived on the ministry scene till when he was ready to leave. And so we can never get too progressive where we we we, we forget that the kingdom of God, the good news of the kingdom is of essence and is the primary reason why we have been saved now we can make progress in in certain areas and all areas of our lives we can grow into ministry excellence as long as the foundation the core of our existence is preaching the good news of the kingdom it's preaching the good news of the kingdom not 
saying what people want to hear, not avoiding criticism because we want to be politically correct, but we speak the truth of Yeshua. We speak the truth of the Messiah because he died at a cost. He died at a cost. And he, he expects us that we when we are when we are saved and his spirit lives in us, that one of the expressions is that we preach the kingdom of God. Now, why did Jesus have to uh, show himself many times with convincing proofs that he was alive? Yes, why? Because there was not going to be a shadow of doubt that he rose from the dead, that he took over the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And now he ascended and he's seated at the right-hand side of the Father. So everything that... Um, Jesus embodied and we hear about in the scriptures actually happened because there were convincing proofs. There were convincing proofs. Now, we as believers, we, we, we come into the kingdom of God with so much greatness. And God has said to us that um, we are the righteousness of Christ. We, are, we have been imputed. The righteousness of Jesus has been imputed upon us. So we have everything that we need in this life to live a life that Jesus lived, which means that there is the potential for us to live like Jesus. There's the capacity for us to grow, to develop, and to evolve into the person and the character of Jesus while he was on earth. Now you may say, well, I have all these flaws and I'm not I'm not able to get this. I know I've struggled with this. But you know what? When we make those statements and we forget that the power of the Spirit of God is able to deliver us and is is continuously delivering us, saving us, continuously healing us, continuously stripping us of ourselves, all we need to do is to surrender to his will, to surrender to his will. Because when we think about uh, just the rationality of of everything, we may sometimes lose our mind and, and lose confidence in who God has called us to be. So all we got to do is that, God, I believe what you said. And once you've said it, it is done. Once you've said it, it's done. It helps us to grow and to evolve into who he has called us to be. So anything that was created, it was created with a potential, with an innate ability to become something, to become um, something greater. So when Jesus said that the rocks will cry out in, 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 in our place, he was just saying that, look, there is potential within the rocks. Well, they've been hearing praises. They've been hearing all these uh, things going on, but there's a memory side of uh, the rocks that you don't know about. There, there is a potential in in each of those rocks, right, that we don't know about, that God is able to activate. And so God, even as God was able to activate for a donkey to speak, all right, God is still and is able to bring us to a place, once we surrender to him, to speak his oracles with out with, 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 without any any reservation because we've surrendered to him now Jesus expressed and manifested himself in multiple ways and he wants us to really grow into that maturity he wants us to see all the aspects of 
of how God shows up, of how the Spirit of God is able to work. Um, so God may have moved in one way yesterday, or He He's moved this way today. Now tomorrow He may move in a different way. And part of our our uh, our jobs is to allow the Spirit of God to teach us and to bring us to a place where we are open to understanding and receiving the different manifestations of Jesus within our lives. Now, let's go to Mark chapter 16, verses 9 to 14. Mark 16, 9 to 14. Um, and I read from the Amplified Version. It says that now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that he had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. Right? They believed not. After he had appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. See, verse 12 is, is very powerful. After that, he appeared in another form. He morphed. This The, the word there, another form, is he morphed. So he did. Is it wasn't the same figure that he appeared to Mary Magdalene that he appeared to these two as they walked, right? And and it's very critical for us to understand that um, this was possible because in the resurrected body of Jesus, anything was possible. And we'll, we'll we'll explore the fact that you know Jesus had no limitations after his resurrection; he would just appear on scenes he would just show up so in verse 12 mark 16 um, verse 12 says that after that he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country and they went and told it unto the residue neither believed they them right which means that jesus um walked with his apostles his disciples he walked side by side, but they didn't recognize him until he actually opened their eyes. He, he made statements to reveal his identity. Now, why would, you, well, why would Jesus resurrect from the dead and the people that had been around him, that had been with him, that had known him, not recognize? Now, Mary Magdalene did recognize him, but then after that, Jesus appeared in another form verse 14 afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and abraded them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen so the fact that the resurrection story was incredible doesn't make it unbelievable see the fact that you hear that a servant of God or God is impressing on your heart to do something beyond your imagination doesn't mean it's, it's not possible. Jesus actually was very tough on people that never believed. He was very tough with people that did not believe. And so part of our, uh, our, our role as believers is to just say, God, I believe. I trust you, and I, as I walk with you, 
Open the eyes of my understanding. Let me see all the ways that you're manifesting yourselves. Let me see, see all the ways that you're expressing yourself through creation. And let me also recognize all the times that you are manifesting through me. Yes, because Hebrews talks about people entertaining visitors and by so doing, they have entertained angels. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So as we go into this break, I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to say that let's make an effort to see the way God see, sees things. And when we come back, we'll go into a few other expressions and manifestations of Jesus and we'll tie it back to the evidence of the Spirit of God in a believer's life. This is Pastor Solomon on Isaiah 61. We'll talk to you soon. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Here's a glimpse into how God is using AM980 The Mission for His purposes. About two years ago, I came to faith when my dog passed away. God, He called me. He used that moment, you know, to steer me towards Him. And I listened. I accepted. And um, I took the time. I read the Bible. I I actually used 980 The Mission and all the wonderful programs that they offer to help explain it to me as well. Share your story at 651-289-4434. I am what you created me to be. I'm full of something tonight. I'm full of possibilities tonight. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North, and we're in Minneapolis. So if you have the opportunity, join us in one of our worship services, Sundays at 10.30 a.m. at 1001 Penn Avenue North, and you'll be blessed. Now, we're talking about the expressions and manifestations of Jesus, and Jesus uh, did appear with many convincing proofs after he resurrected, and he appeared in different forms. That's why the people around him that had studied him and known him didn't recognize. Now, what am I saying? What what is what is Scripture trying to teach us? That when we limit God, when we limit God, it becomes a dangerous territory when we when we get to a place where we are not seeing the full context the full picture of what god is trying to show us and all the potential and the greatness within us and our ability to manifest the greatness of god within us on this planet earth then we are falling short we're selling ourselves short of what jesus did on the cross now i i know that yes we've been through different uh, experiences. Some people have gone through trauma. Some people are just trying to, you know, recover and and gain strength. And yes, there we are different places, right? And that's that's okay. But God's ultimate desire is for us to jump over those places. Now we we'll get guidance and counsel and prayer, deliverance to get 
to the next phase, right? But God is not um, stationed at where we've been or where we are at currently. He's already seen the finished product. And he's saying that, come on, come on with me. Walk on the water with me. You will not fail. Now, just surrender to me and believe what I've told you. And he will bring it to pass. So Jesus appeared to the leaven and he was, he had a beef with them, if you will, about their hardness of heart. So sometimes we don't see the manifestation of the, of the grace of God upon us because we have doubts. And we are, and it's okay to, to have doubts. But then when we are confronted by the truth of God, God's word, we have to be like Thomas and we just bow, lay prostrate and say, my Lord, my God, I believe everything that you have said. Now, John chapter 20, verse 19, it says that it was the first day of the week. And that very evening, while the disciples were together with the doors locked, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said to them. Now, I'm I'm believing and I believe that this is possible in our day because it's the power of God that manifests through us. So Jesus entered the location where the disciples were gathered together, where they had locked the doors and Jesus appeared on the scene. Jesus manifested on the scene without having to uh, be limited by physical barriers and, and, and the, the limitation of a locked door was no problem for Jesus. What are we saying? That no matter what the, 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 the impedance is, no matter what the, the resistance has been in your life, no matter what is trying to get in the way, Jesus is right there with you. He's not limited by by boundaries, geographical boundaries. It's not limited by, by, by access. There, there is nothing that is not accessible to him. And he wants that to become our reality. He wants that to become what we manifest and express in our lives. Now, someone will say, well, what about this is not real? What is reality? This is reality. You know, we're, we're dealing with with real world now. What What is the real world? Because if the scriptures are true and that's the foundation of our faith, the Bible says that Paul, Paul stated that, see, the things that are seen were created from the things that are not seen. Which means that there, that there are many things in the unseen realm that have not manifested yet. So I choose to believe that we the spiritual realm is more real than the natural. Because if the things that are seen were created or manifested from the things that are not seen, which means that what um, what else are we missing in this life that God intends to manifest through us? Oh my goodness. And that just blows our mind because we tend to limit ourselves. And I'm not saying that we, we, we as human beings we can, but the power of the Holy Spirit within us, the resurrected power of Christ within us is able to, to, to negate any physical barriers and boundaries and cause us to walk into places of influence, walk, walk into places where we will show out for the glory of God to be made manifest. 
And then the same John 20 verse 26, eight days later, his disciples once again inside the lock, the doors locked with the doors locked and Thomas was with them. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Why? Because unusual occurrences would tend to frighten people. Frighten people. And Jesus was trying to introduce them to a new reality. A new reality of calmness, of no barriers, no boundaries. And these are some of the expressions and manifestations of Jesus after he rose from the dead. And that same power, when we sing that that same power lives in us, we have the same grace and the same potential. Because it is the same spirit that empowers us. is the same spirit that gives us the fortitude. is the same spirit that gives us the grace and extends to us the favor and the ability to walk as Jesus walked. Now I pray that that will be your portion. That you would see beyond the natural and embrace all that Christ intends to do through you and with you. That you will be the manifest expression of Jesus upon this planet. And that no limitation, no limitation will hold you back. May you dream and those dreams come true. May you speak by the power of the Holy Spirit and those words that you speak be activated into life and give life to circumstances that were dead. And may God bless your week and may God raise up the standard of a spirit against every activity of darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.